Bless the Lord. Let the Lord know you. You believe in your praise in this morning. Let's thank him for all of his blessings, for waking us up this morning, starting us on our way. So let us rejoice in the goodness of the Lord. We want to welcome you to our live stream and in-person service here on this Pentecost Sunday. The Bible says in Psalms 33, 1 to 4, Rejoice in the Lord, all ye righteous, for praise is calmly for the upright. Praise the Lord with harp. Sing unto him the psaltery and the instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him new songs. Play skillfully in a loud noise. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. Come on, let's praise him. And let's sing a song, dear Lord. Glory, glory, since I laid my burden down. Treat me like they used to since I laid my burdens down. 
Dear Lord, nothing's the same since I laid my burdens down. Let us pray. Heavenly Fathers, in Jesus' name we come, asking, knocking, seeking, needing your hand for you all we have. I've come to the point in my life, dear Lord, where I realize I can't do nothing without you. Need you for everything, big and small, good and bad. Need you, Lord. And we're asking you to invoke the Holy Spirit into this service on this Pentecost Sunday. Send forth your Holy Spirit like a mighty rushing wind, dear Lord. Fill this place. Fill our hearts. Fill our minds in only the way that you can. Nothing else will do, dear Lord. Bless us, dear Lord, as we traverse through this perilous land. Seems like everything is upside down, dear Lord, but, but you know the answers. You know the way. And because of what you did on Calvary's Hill, dear Lord, on that blessed day, you allowed us to have the right to the tree of life given us an opportunity right here right now to accept your goodness to accept your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness we accept you in jesus name dear lord for all that you are blessing the man that will stand on this podium preaching your word dear lord touch him grant him all the favor heaven has because we need to hear a word today, a word that cuts like a knife, even down to the marrow, dear Lord. We need to hear so that we can understand, and not only hear, but to do that which you want us to do, dear Lord, and that is to be your children. So when praying days are over, dear Lord, and there's no more left to be said, we want to see you face to face, and we want to bow down at your feet, and we want you to hear good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm now going to make you ruler over many. We ask all of this in the righteous name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our Holy Redeemer. And also, Lord, we want to say a prayer for the pastor and his wife as they travel there, Lord. Keep, their, keep them safe all hurt, harm, and danger. Bring them back to us, dear Lord, and bless all those who are en route to come here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We have our responsive reading today coming to us from text number 556. And it is entitled, The Coming of of the Holy Spirit comes to us from the book of Acts. If you haven't read your Bibles lately, pick it up. Check out the good news. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave utterance. 
And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, art not all these which speak Galileans? While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we, everyone? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed that they would tarry certain days. Show. 
And we get together for family reunions every week. So may God bless you. Keep on holding on. Keep on holding on. No matter what you're going through. Because I know somebody's hurting out here today. We're not going to try to mask it. We're going to accept it. And give it to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Our church theme is just a reminder of our church theme for the year 2023, which is Together in Christ. So you're not alone. We're all together in this thing, trying to make it home. Get yourself involved. Stay in touch. The song said it. I'll say it one more time. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. It won't fail you. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Amen. We have a physical care ministry here at Second Baptist, and it's looking for some new members. Have you considered yourself to be a physical care participant in the year 2023? This is your chance. If you're interested in serving in this ministry, please reach out to Sister Tisha McLaren for more information. Amen. Physical care. It's important. Who likes baseball? Got some baseball folks in here? I know it is. I've seen you in action. Trenton Thunder Night's coming up. A night at the ballpark on Friday night, July 14th. Right in the middle of summer. But we'll be in air conditioning. We'll have a full buffet. We'll have our name in lights. You can elect to be the one to throw out the first pitch. And we have a lot of laughs. Would you agree we have a lot of laughs when we go to the Trenton Thunder game? Please see me if you're interested in attending a night at the ballpark. It'll be so much fun, and we'll look forward to sharing that evening with you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Here we have a sec uh, Jimmy Jones Memorial Golf Outing. Save the date. Mark on your calendar Friday, August 25th, where we're going to have the Jimmy Jones Memorial Golf Outing. We are asking for all of our members to participate by either golfing, attending the banquet, or sponsoring one of the golf holes. Please see Sister Lavinia Thompson for additional information on the Jimmy Jones Classic golf outing memorial amen Deacon Smith he's up there in the audio booth all by himself well he isn't always by himself the Lord is with him has to be because he does such a fantastic job you would think that there's a whole team up there but the man needs help please support our audio visual campaign in your giving as we purchase some new AV equipment to enhance our in-person and live stream presence. You'll be glad that you did. Stuff's expensive these days. So we need your help. Step on in so we can get this thing up to speed where we need to be because spirits are in the balance. Folks need to hear this message any way they can get it. And now's the time and we're the ones to do it. So help us out with the AV campaign, the audio visual. Thank you in Jesus' name. 
The Juneteenth celebration coming up, and this is an important date, June 18th, Sunday, June 18th. Put it on your calendar. At 1030, somebody's going to show up at the church, and there's nobody going to be here, and they're going to wonder what's going on. It's because on that day, we're going to be at Mercer Museum as we minister to the community. It's going to be an open service. So it's on Sunday, June 18, 1030, Mercer Museum for the uh, Juneteenth celebration. Additional information will follow, but just don't come here on the 18th. It's offering time, church. We have three ways to give here at the church. If you're here in person, you can place your tithes and your offerings in the offering box at the back of the church. If uh, you're online, you can just go online and please use the giving button on our church website to submit your tithes and offerings. And finally, you can do it by old school method, by mail. You can mail your tithes and offerings directly here to the church. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you are and all that you've done in our lives. As we prepare our hearts and minds for the giving, dear Lord, let us realize that all we have is yours. And we ask that you would take this portion to be used for the upbuilding of thy kingdom. For you so richly deserve so much more than we could ever give you, dear Lord, but please accept it in Jesus' name so that this church may flourish and that souls may be saved and that you would be glorified. We thank you in advance for what you're about to do in this giving season. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, Memorial Day is coming up. Everybody ready? Came up kind of quick. Got to stay on top of things. We want to honor those and thank all those who served in the armed services. Is there anyone who has served in the armed services in our midst today? We ask that you would please stand and be recognized. Or if you're already standing, raise your hand. Let us know who you are. Amen. 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 Serving in this military, serving in the armed services is not a job. It's a calling. It's a calling. We appreciate all your service that you've done to keep this nation the home of the land of the free, the home of the brave, free, where we can come together like this and worship and not have to look over our shoulder. We thank you for your service. God bless all those who have served and gone on before us. We ask that we just take a moment of silence to honor all those who have gone on. I'm excited. I hope you'll be excited.
because we're about to bring about the Backbench Boys to present a song for our listening pleasure, but also for the fulfillment of our spirits so that we can rejoice for we're told to rejoice. It'll be followed by a prayer by one of our deacons, another song, a rendition hymn by the Backbench Boys who gather. Was this planned, the, uh, the dark suit, white suit, dark suit, white suit thing, or is that just worked out like that? They said the older people wear light suits. Oh, okay, gotcha. Just wanted to clear it up. Just wanted to clear it up. But I hope he gets there. <laughs> They'll sing a second song, and then the next voice you will hear will be that of my friend, a colleague, Reverend John Toller. God bless you. Enjoy the service, and get something out of this service. Amen. A light in a window at the household of faith. Household of faith. I tell you, there is a light in a window at the household of faith. Household of faith. Confused and you don't understand, you ought to put your life in Jesus' hands. Where the light is, light is in the window, window at the household of faith. Household of faith. You will find joy. Find joy. Where the light is, light is at the household of faith. Household of faith. I tell you, you find joy. Find joy where the light is. Light is at the household of faith. Household of faith. You'll find those who don't just pray for themselves. You'll find them praying to help someone else. Where the light is. Light is. The window, window at the household of faith. Household of faith. Lord, I want to be redeemed. Lord, won't you wash me clean? Touch me. seen and unseen. Lord, I throw away my pride, the feelings that I have inside. 
Fantastic song. We need some energy. <laughs> now, if you would all uh, prepare yourselves uh, so we can have prayer and we'll go into service. Father God, we give you all the praise, honor, and glory because you're so worthy to be praised. And Father, we thank you. Thank you for waking us up. We know some people did not. And we're so appreciative to just to be able to be in the house, be in your presence, and fellowship with one another to learn about your word. And Father, we just thank you for being with us every step of the way. Everyone has something on their mind. Whether or not someone's going into the storm, we're going to hold on to you. If someone's in the storm, we're going to hold on to you. If we're coming out of the storm, we're holding on to you and thanking you. Wherever we are, you told us, if you love me, keep my commands. And so, Lord, we are keeping your commandments. We're just being thankful for all the blessings that you bestowed upon us and that you have in store for us. So, Father, as we prepare ourselves to hear the word, we ask that you give Reverend Cole the words to speak, give us the ears to hear, the heart to receive, and the courage to apply the learnings going forward. We love you, we praise you, we honor you. We just ask you to put a special blessing on everyone that is in, in the presence of service today, whether online or in the room, in the sanctuary. And, Father, we're just thankful thankful to be in your presence, thankful to fellowship with one another, thankful to worship you, and thankful just to learn how to be better stewards of what you've given us. So Father, we ask all these things in your son's precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen.
Let the church say amen. 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 First, giving honor to God. All the saints assembled to Pastor Hamlin in his absence, to my esteemed colleague, Reverend Jackson, and again, my church family. God loves you, and so do I. But I have to make this announcement. Uh, this past weekend, I uh, was called out on an emergency Someone was overheard in a grocery store talking about shooting up a daycare center. So my daughter-in-law got in touch with me and asked if I could come and watch my two-year-old grandson. Now, he, uh, he they're in New Market, Maryland, and I told him once I got my transportation back, Call me anytime, day or night. I said, because it ain't that far. And I don't mind driving. So they kept him out of school the rest of the week. And I said, Lord, this will be a week. I said, but I thank the Lord for allowing me to go back in time. See, because my grandson is, he's that new generation. <laughs> he's already two going on 12 and let me say he he gets up at 5 he goes to bed at 7 but he's up at 5.30 and the first thing you hear mom come get me and I'm like oh lord okay it's about time I'm in the next room so he knows I'm here so I get up and you know I, I get ready cause I know it's gonna be the 4th of July, all day. So, he, um, she gives me, she writes everything down because she's a school teacher. He's got an iPad. I didn't know what the combination was to get in. She had that written down, but I didn't find out till noon what it was when his dad called. And <laughs> he kept telling me, you got to do it this way. You got to do it this way. And every time I touched it, I set it back five minutes or so. And he said, my man, you, you got to learn how to do this. He's two. And, and so it, it was a good time. And then I was reminded, going back in time, how to change diapers. And I was, I was worried about that because I said it's been quite some time. My youngest is 26 years old and my oldest is 42. And anytime they came over the house, the wife handled that or their mothers handled that. But it was my turn yesterday. And basically I said is he going to let me know and his mother said oh he'll let you know <laughs> he let me know so I said all of that to say when I got up this morning I had no doubt I could make it in 
but when I dra- dragged myself to the, to the men's room, to the bathroom, I looked in the mirror and thanked God the Lord arrested me. He gave me the strength and energy to say, we got, we got another assignment. We got a real important assignment. So let's not get tired now. <laughs> you know, just because just cause you drove six hours round trip and you, you sat with a two-year-old and, you know, hey, 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 hey. It's all part of the program. So, so I, I, I thank the Lord for allowing me the opportunity to do those things. And if it had not been for him on my side, I don't know where I would have been. I would have walked out of their house and left that little one there, you know. But uh, thank goodness the Lord was there. But just the same. We do have a message for today. And as you have heard in your reading, uh, we're celebrating a number of things. We're celebrating Memorial Day and those that have fought in the armed forces, those that have gone on before us, we, we, those that are still here, we, we just thank them for their service. And uh, But I also want to have you to pray and think about those that are in battle spiritually and mentally. I want you to think about them during this Pentecost season because Pentecost <clears throat> is the old-fashioned CCH, Christ culture and humility, which we are practicing here for those of us that are participating in it. And if you would stand with me, I'd, I'd like to read again Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to focus on the verse number four. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. The sermon topic that I chose for this is what only the Spirit can do what only the Spirit can do. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you again for this opportunity. We thank you, Lord, for the saints assembled. But especially at this time, Lord, we thank you for this celebration of Memorial Day, this celebration of Pentecost. For Father God, we realize that the rushing wind 
was no more than wind, but yet you were sending us the Holy Spirit. So, Lord, we just ask that you bless each and every one of us, each household represented here today. Bless our pastor and his family as they recess a little while. And, Father, we'll be careful to give you the praise, the honor, and glory. Touch this, your vessel, and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, on this Sunday, we commemorate the arrival of the Holy Spirit in our midst. We remember that Pentecost is the day believers began proclaiming the good news that God has made Jesus the one who was crucified, both Lord and Christ. Such a powerful proclamation was public, but yet it was also disruptive. It moved people to pay attention and weakened the control and influence of an elite powerful few over the masses. Most importantly, it transformed the proclaimers from a motley band of spineless disciples to a diverse and powerful people who grabbed the attention of everyone in their proximity. I recall the discussion of a book on the Holy Spirit which was written by a 94-year-old German theologian. And his name was Jürgen Moltmann. An interviewer had asked him, how do you activate the Holy Spirit? Can you just take a pill? Do the pharmaceutical companies deliver the Spirit? And Altman's busy eyebrows shot up. Shaking his head, he grinned, answered in accented English. What can I do? Don't, don't do anything. Wait on the spirit, and the spirit will come. Church, let me ask you a question. Now, I want you to give this serious consideration before you present your answer to your spouse, friends, and family. The question is this. If we had to forego the celebration of Christmas, Good Friday, Easter, or Pentecost, which one would you seem as the least crucial? Take your time now. Some people, Christmas, oh man, I don't have to spend no money. Good Friday, not just three hours, but the whole day. Easter, well, Easter's tough. But Pentecost, most of us, myself included, would have a tough time picturing a year with no Christmas, no Holy Thursday, Good Friday, or no Easter. Many Christians, because of the congregation and cultural emphasis of the first three, would probably say, well, if I must choose, 
I can do without Pentecost? Absolutely not. The bottom line of what I'm trying to say from the Bible today is that without Pentecost, the other three would be, would not be celebrated at all. There could not have been a Good Friday without the advent of Christ's coming, which we celebrate at Christmas. Good Friday would have been a meaningless martyrdom without the victorious resurrection of Jesus Christ, which we celebrate at Easter. But it is Pentecost that enables the gift of faith by which you and I can know that the birth, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ is for us. Jesus was not finished when he rose from the dead and ascended to be glorified. He came back to give the greatest gift of all, the gift of his own spirit to live in us. Amen? It is with the excitement of this reality that we focus today on Pentecost with our theme from Acts 2 being what only the Spirit can do. Now let me give you the background of the context behind Pentecost. Acts 2 is set in the time of the Jewish Pentecost holiday known as the Feast of of weeks. This holiday occurs 50 days after Passover when Judaism, within Judaism, in ancient Judaism, it was an agricultural holiday celebrating the wheat harvest. It was a time when the first fruits of the harvest were presented to God in the temple and the Israelites celebrated in communal meals and festivities. By the time of Jesus and the disciples in the first century, Jews from all over the diaspora, living both inside and outside Palestine, gathered in Jerusalem annually for the celebration. As faithful Jews, the disciples of Jesus also gathered in Jerusalem. Yet, their purpose is not just to observe a Jewish feast, They gathered because they remembered what Jesus told them before he ascended into heaven. You all will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Amen? However, what is that power. What is its purpose? When the Spirit comes in Acts 2 and 4, it is not accompanied by a single quiet moment. Rather, there are many sounds and divine acts of authority on display. Let me show you three. First, there's a sound like a violent wind, and I tried to portray that. Luke described the descent of fiery tongues on each person as a sign of God's presence, Acts 2 and 3. In that moment, 
God is present among God's people in the form of the Holy Spirit. Second, there are the sounds of many tongues or languages spoken inside the community of believers, Acts 2 and 4 and 6. It is reminiscent of the Tower of Babel in which the consequence of the unified human pride is language confusion and diffusion. Yet, the eruption of many languages in Acts 2 seems to reverse the consequences of Babel. Now, many languages are the result of unified human humility, faithful prayers, and expectation found in Acts 2, 16 through 21. And thirdly, sound is situated outside the community of believers. Sounds like the, this brings different people together. The rhetorical force of God language draws their attention, arrests their consciousness, and compels them to act contrary to their original intention. In this moment, readers encountered the capacity of God's power and sound to spark curiosity and shake the comfort level of onlookers. Within the noise, there was coherence. Within the noise, there was clarity. Within the noise, there was a change of perspective. Within the noise, there was a focused message and a power that transgressed and transformed the social convention. It was a power that shifted the very moral and religious fabric of everything in its vicinity. As Bible believers, we are a people of Pentecost. Indeed, our very foundation as a church and people is rooted in a power that animates us to make a ruckus when injustice prevails and the power of God is denied. Amen? The spirit of our church is defined by making sounds that turn the world upside down when it's not right, just, fair, equitable, or kind. We make sounds in our neighborhoods when our people are mistreated, ignored, and erased. When we are attacked, denied basic rights, and our humanity questioned. We make sounds when the powerful hurt the powerless and when those in need are not served. We walk out of institutions that do not value our bodies, gifts, and support and we create our own institutions to serve our people and our communities. Well, my brother, what's, what's in this for us? Well, we are God's property. Acts 2 reminds us of the good news standards of Jerusalem, hearing her standing outside the assembly of believers. Within the sounds of many voices and languages, they heard one message about the mighty acts of God. As we committed Holy Spirit 
power to be at the forefront of change in our communities, have we diminished the calling of Pentecost because we want what is comfortable and familiar enough to be near us? I'll say it again. Have we diminished the calling of Pentecost because we want what is comfortable and familiar enough to be near us? Well, the conclusion and the charge to each and every one of us. Hear the good news, Christian sisters and brothers. We are a Pentecostal people. People God has done mighty things in many sounds, ancestors from the Bible and our church. What sound will you and your family make now? What sound will you and your organization that you serve make in the future? Pentecostal Sunday demands we ring with a sound that ignites change and shifts the rhythms of our neighborhoods, schools, communities, people, and institutions to look more like the power and affirmation of God. The church, the church is our shared work in the world. Isn't defined by what we do. We're entirely dependent on what only the Holy Spirit can do. This allows us to be both bold and restful. On this day, we celebrate Pentecost. And I ask you, will you please Please, wait for the Spirit and respond. May the Lord bless you and keep you real good. Let us stand to our feet at this time as the doors of the church are open. Our deacons are coming. And as they come, there may be somebody on this Pentecost Sunday, not affiliated with a church home, but is looking for a church home. They have their hands extended, but not necessarily for themselves, but for the Lord. We ask you to contemplate that decision. Time is running out. He has made his ascension and he's on his way back. We don't know the day nor the time. But if you don't have a church home and you're looking for one, live stream and or in person, reach out to us. Give the pastor a call if you're watching live stream. He'll be glad to hear from you glad to know that you're hungry for the word, looking for a church home. We ask only that you come freely and come for the Lord. Amen? Amen. You may be seated. What a mighty God we serve.
Bless the Lord now, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. May we go down from this place in this safe haven of his protection. Bless you as you go. Bless your homes. Until we meet again. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve.